Thanks for tuning in to Off the Wall. I'm your host, Joshua Wall, and joining me on today's show is Stacy Vester from Sweet Bakery. Stacy, thank you so much for being here today. You're welcome. It's fun to be here. <laughs> it's nice so, to converse with somebody without a mask on. Uh, isn't it great? And uh, very <laughs> soon enough, I'm actually going to have my studio up and running, and uh, hopefully I'll have you back on the show and we can be doing it side right. by side. So to start off every episode, first things yeah. first, who's Stacy? Who is Stacy? Um, well, my name is Stacy Bester. So I like to first and foremost just say that I, I'm proud to be the wife of Justin Bester and uh, the proud Great guy. mom of amazing guy, very lucky, and uh, the proud mom of three amazing adults. Um, my kids are all grown up. My daughter is married, so I have an amazing son-in-law. My other two kids have great uh, girlfriends, and I have a grand puppy ghost. So that's those are my biggest and best accomplishments in life. And then after that, I am the owner of Sweet Bakery here in Brantford, and I'm the host of Sweet Occasions, the TV show on Rogers. So all of those are things that I'm really proud of, but always first and foremost, my family. So. You've had the bakery now for how many years? It will be seven years this June. So I always like to dive deep. You didn't always own a bakery. So let's start from no. the beginning. I mean, are you from the area from Brantford? Well, I was born in Hamilton. My mom is from Brantford. My dad is from Hamilton. We moved here when I was two. I consider myself from Brantford. You know, people say, where are you from? I raised in Brantford. Brantford is my hometown. I never had any desire to leave Brantford. I was never one of those people that I had to get out and, you know, explore other communities. I love and live, eat, breathe, and sleep being from Brantford. So, so you went to Scott, uh, school here and then to high school yeah. here. Did you go yeah. away after high school? I did not. I had wavered with going away to George Brown and taking culinary, but life had other plans for me, uh, also known as my daughter, Sarah. So um, yeah, life just took different twists and turns, but I ultimately ended up where I needed to be. So, so you're an entrepreneur. You, you mean you have been for as long as you and I have known each other. Have you yeah. always been an entrepreneur or what was your I first job? I, well, I would always say I've always been an entrepreneur. My first job was working for my parents in my parents' business. They were entrepreneurs. At my entire life, my parents have always been self-employed. Um, so from a very young age, working alongside of my parents, watching them open businesses and get ready for Christmas open houses and customer appreciation. It's just always been ingrained in me. So I, I don't know any other way of life. So, so let's talk about how I'm you unemployable. got You're unemployable. I don't I'm know. Unemployable. I don't know. <laughs> let's, let's dig into then how you went from, you know, high school student to working in your parents' business from there to opening up a bakery. I mean, there's a lot I'm sure in between. So how, what's the, yeah. what's the route? Oh, this show's only 20 minutes, Josh. I don't, 
I don't know if we have enough time for all that. Well, you know what, from a very early age, I just always loved baking, entertaining, right from like legitimately having an easy bake oven. And when my parents would have friends over, I was finding toothpicks and jube jubes to skewer together and serve to company, you know, whatever I could do to be creative and always loved having a little apron. If we went somewhere, I would take my apron with me to be able to help whoever, you know, was hosting my family. So um, it's just always been ingrained in me, um, you know, from the time I was about uh, 18 and I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do when I grew up, um, you know, I, everybody said you should bake, you should own a bakery. And it was just something that I really thought I should do. And I started a little small home business at the time for friends and family, because that was long before social media. So you, you only baked for your friends and family at that time and um, baked kind of home bakery business for a couple of years while working for my mom. Uh, she had a decorating shop in town, so I worked with her and customers would pick their cakes up at my mom's shop. And uh, then I got married and had my daughter and just never got to school, but always just had a passion for baking, baked again, just for friends and family for every occasion I always brought dessert, brought the cakes. And um, yeah, so it's just always been a passion. There's, there's, there's a lot of years in between being 18 and where I am now. So I'm not sure how much more you want me to tell, depending on your line of questioning. So, well, I mean, the big thing for me is, you know, letting our audience kind of get to know Stacy. Um, but ultimately, yeah. now you, you have the bakery. Have you always been in the same spot? The shop has always been there. That was the location that I wanted. Um, you know, when I first decided that I, it was time for me to pursue my goals and pursue my happiness, I had always encouraged my kids to follow their dreams. They were all in university. At the time I was on my own. Um, that was just before I'd met Justin. And, um, you know, everyone said, well, you know, where are you going to open your business? And there was little inexpensive locations off the beaten path and whatever. And, you know, it's location, location, location. And if I didn't have the confidence that my business could be successful in a high profile location with a little higher rent, then I didn't feel that I should be opening a business. I, I didn't want just cheap rent because again, who's going to find you? How are they going to see you? Um, I knew that my business was the kind of business that uh, young moms were gonna come into. And so we needed good parking so they could bring their children. We were gonna be loading, you know, big boxes full of cakes and goodies into people's vehicles. So they needed to be able to pull up out front. You know, there's all these things that go into choosing where your location is and it was just the best location ever not to mention i had brian from strode's there and it's you know it's a great plaza and he's a great neighbor and we work well together doing events and community things so it was a great spot let's talk about your first year opening sweet bakery so you open the doors did you do a grand opening a, a celebration oh we sure did <clears throat> 
So I was, uh, you know, I was very fortunate. Uh, people in the community already knew who I was. A lot of people, when they open a business, um, they open a business and then they network and they get to know people to help draw business. I was fortunate to be able to do things the opposite way. People already knew me because I had a newspaper column and I was a regular on Rogers daytime TV. Plus, you know, just from being from Brantford and being a, a community builder. So um, when I decided to announce that I was opening the business, um, I started a social media page for the business and I really let people watch the whole process evolve, which was great. And then um, uh, we opened our doors, I want to say on the, on the Monday. <laughs> so on the, the Saturday, we had a huge grand opening. There was uh, several hundred people there. We really took over um, and commandeered the parking lot and had a tent um, in the plaza and people could come in and, and tour the bakery. And it was a big celebration. It was a, it was a big milestone in my life. And there were so many people that I wanted to include in, in celebrating that with me. So it was, yeah, it was a big grand opening. I'm sure we're going to talk about what your bakery does now and what kind of products you have and your clientele, et cetera. But when you opened, how much has the bakery changed from when you opened to now? Wow. Well, <laughs> when we opened, like on, I had never worked in the industry except for operating, you know, a kitchen at home or an easy bake oven. So, um, you know, it was myself and my daughter was helping me out for that summer. She was home from university and I had um, a baker named Brooke who was helping me in the kitchen. She was going to um, Niagara College and this was kind of her co-op position. And, um, you know, we had a I remember when we thought it was a big deal that we had a couple extra cakes in the store besides, you know, the custom ordered ones that we could offer a few extra cakes to customers. And, you know, we would have, you know, a, a tray of pecan squares sell out that day and a few cupcakes. I mean, it, it's just hard to believe the store was really empty. There's 2,400 square feet there. And if I look back at pictures, it just, it's so shrunken what we had in the store and now we're just overflowing um, with product and uh, team members and customers. So yeah, big, big differences in seven years. It's incredible. Yeah. I want to talk about my experience with your bakery yeah. and I, I want to think that, you know, I can't be the only one. So I'm stopping in this roads. Maybe I'm getting some steaks or picking up some barbecue sauce, grabbing lunch. And I'm like, ooh, a bakery. I'm going to go inside. Go inside. Smells great. Of course, you guys are awesome. Really friendly customer service. I take a look around. I see something I like. Maybe I pick up something for my mom or my fiance or maybe something for my coworkers back in the office and I leave. And that's, yeah. a, I think, a pretty standard transaction. Ooh, a bakery, something sweet, yeah. take it home. But I can't imagine it's that simple. I can't imagine that, you know, there must be so much more. So if I were to open up the curtains and come behind the scenes at the bakery, explain to me a day in the life. You get up, you come into work. I'm sure you're there first thing in the morning, super early. That seems to be the trend. But I don't know. I mean, you do more than just sell baked goods. Well, I mean, it, it is bakery. So that is primarily what we sell. My business model is... Um, 
if we don't make it, we don't sell it. We make everything 100% from scratch. Now, that being said, during COVID, um, just to make things a little bit more one-stop, we've offered um, kind of some candy and some confections in the store as well to kind of complement what we do. We've found that um, that's made it easy for, uh, you know, little treat bags and things like that for kid, kids' birthdays and that. But basically, my business model is if we don't make it, we don't sell it. Um, when we first opened, yes, I was, I really should have just slept in the office. You know, it was day in, day out. I would drag my tired body home at night and it felt like I just barely closed my eyes and I was back at the store. So um, seven years later, fast forward, um, the store has evolved incredibly and I have the most amazing team of bakers. So I'm not hands-on in the kitchen anymore. Those girls do not want me in the kitchen. <laughs> These girls run circles around me now because we're in such what we consider mass production, but it's still small batches because we're um, home, home baking, but on a professional level. Um, so my job is to run the bakery. And that's probably um, the best advice I could give anybody when they are thinking of opening a bakery. At some point, you're not the baker, you're the business owner. So um, I have to not micromanage and I have to trust my team. And so I, I do product development, I design our menu, I design our new line of signature cakes, I'm customer service, you know, so um, yeah, I'm not there at the crack of dawn anymore. <laughs> Thank so you. if I were to ask you to riddle off all of the products yeah. that you sell, how good could you go? Could you, could you do it? Well, I couldn't, I couldn't because our menu is so extensive. We have items that we have every day of the year, no matter what season it is, but because our menu is so extensive, we now have a rotating menu as well. So certain feature items are available at certain times of the year, certain flavors, um, you know, so I could tell you what our staples are, like we couldn't open the door unless we had them. We might as well just- Absolutely, the please do. Well, you have to have pecan squares. Those are- I agree. They're full. We cannot open the door without squares. Our Nanaimo squares. Um, our carrot cake is the best carrot cake in the whole world, bar none. You know, our cupcakes are incredible. We always have um, signature flavors, but then we have features every season or every month. Uh, we only make our buttercream with real butter, so it's just incredible but uh and then of course our iconic sprinkle cookies and our whipped shortbreads cannot open the doors without those so but other than that on average i would say we have at least i would say about 50 varieties of items in the store at any given day which is extensive I'm so hungry right now. And I just want to come in and get a sample of everything yeah. you just said. Yeah. Um, and you mentioned that quality is very important to you. You make everything from scratch. Uh, do everything. you want to talk about that? Sure. That's really important to me. And uh, it was really funny when I was first opening the store and the sales reps from the different uh, food distributors would come in to try and sell me their wares. And uh, they would try to show me 
uh, muffin mixes and cake mixes and brownie mixes. And I was so puzzled by this. I'd be like, well, I don't want brownie mixes and cake mixes. I need ingredients. I need butter, flour, sugar, lemon, eggs, vanilla, you know, and pure vanilla at that. No artificial extract. And they were so perplexed. They're like, well, what are you doing with those things? And I'd be like, baking, you know, and uh, the industry had changed so much over the years from the 70s when processed foods really became popular. And then in the 80s and the 90s, the grocery stores, bakery departments really took on a life of their own, but everything was becoming processed and pre-frozen and just bake it off and things like that. So it was very unusual when we opened our bakery that we use only ingredients. We only use real butter, real cream cheese, real lemons, um, yeah, just real ingredients. So, and that's really important to me because we're nostalgic baking and, you know, grandma, you know, that's how grandma would have baked. And that's, uh, that's how we will always continue to bake. So. I mean, that, it makes sense, I guess, when you think about how good <laughs> the product that you sell yeah. is. So I wanted to ask you, what's your most popular product? Well, I, I will always say that the pecan square is what put us on the map because uh, I think when, when we opened up, you know, people were used to squares being a square, you know, like when you go to a a celebration and there's a, a sweet tray, you know, squares were always little pieces and our pecan square was ginormous. It's, it's the a size brick. of a book. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's giant. So, um, and then, you know, when people would first come in and they'd go $5 for a pecan square and they would buy one and they'd say they were going to share it. And then they would take it, they would share it begrudgingly a lot of them paid five dollars. No one gets a bite of my pecan square. I'm telling you what. The next, time, the next time they came back in, they would sheepishly buy two and happily pay ten dollars because they knew they were not sharing the pecan square. So yep. they really put us on on the map. So yeah, they're and they're incredible. If I only had to sell one item, it would be our pecan square. And what's your favorite item? Oh, I'm going to say I'm a warm cookie out of the oven kind of a gal. So I do go in jags of what, you know, I'm into each season. But if I had to have something every day, which I probably do, it's a warm cookie from the oven. It can be peanut butter, chocolate chip, but not so hot that it burns the roof of your mouth, but still has to be warm and gooey. And yeah, yeah. I want to make Don't sure that we cover everything. So yeah, you're a bakery, you're open to the public, people can come in, they can get their baked goods. But you did talk about cakes and I would imagine that you must be doing custom orders and stuff for parties or catering of types. So yeah. let's talk about other things that you do at the bakery beyond yeah. just being a place that's open to the public for people to come in. Kind of what's your range of services? Our range of services are, we are a um, full service bakery where people come in and we are when I say full service, full service, as in we're fully stocked daily with a selection of desserts. So we are cookies, cakes, 
cupcakes, squares, and then we have a variety of different um, confections. Like right now, our big trend is our homemade flaky with the puff pastry and the buttercream and the raspberry preserves. So um, full service, that way people can walk in any day and they don't have to feel as though they didn't pre-order. We always have a beautiful selection of things for almost every occasion. Um, you know, so nobody ever has to worry that they haven't pre-ordered. However, then we do offer um, pre-orders. So we have a, a great online um, menu. It's available actually through a, a, a local guy, uh, Chris, and he's designed this um, great website called Farm Market. So he's he's local to Brantford. So I, again, love using local people. So people could just from the comfort of home, click online and order what we call one of our signature items. So we don't offer custom. We, we've gone another direction with our business. So people don't come to us and say, here's a design. Can you recreate that? I have created cakes that are adaptable for every occasion that you can imagine, plus our menu of squares and cookies and that. And uh, so we have cakes that I have designed and people can click online and, and pre-order those. And we're usually good anywhere from 24 to 48 hours notice. So, which is a very fast turnaround for a bakery. A lot of um, home bakers and smaller bakeries, you know, people are, they're booked months into advance. So people can be still a little more last minute with us. So we do weddings, we can cater, thousands of people, we can cater to people. So uh, that we're full service that way. I'm gonna ask you a, a curveball question here now and I'm gonna see what's something about the bakery that people maybe don't know that you'd want them to know? Oh, well, I think I'm pretty transparent. <laughs> so I think it really the, the biggest thing is for me is really that we are a scratch bakery and um, that everything is homemade. That's that's the one message I just always like to get out. Uh, we're an open kitchen as well, which is, I think, very fun for people. When we first opened, it was kind of at the, the height of Food Network and people loved watching all these cooking shows. And that's part of the entertainment when you come into my shop is not only do you get to see what has been made, you get to see my girls in action all day long, baking, decorating cakes. Kids are up against the plexiglass watching, you know, cakes being decorated. And it's it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. So um, I don't think there's any secrets to my, to my shop. It's just, I'm here to be a part of people's sweet occasions. Uh, we get to celebrate all kinds of milestones with people, you know, on a daily basis. And um, it's, it's a wonderful feeling. I mean, we, I've shed tears with customers when they come in and, and tell me what they're, they're buying something for, you know, and uh, it's, it's lovely. It's absolutely lovely. So that's what we're there for. Well, I think, you know, that I love your bakery, but I want to just touch on something again, you know, with my personal experience, I mean, clearly things are different right now because of what's going on in the world. And, uh, you know, we could, go into you know how you've adapted but I think you know most people get it but yeah. your space that you have created you've created 
I don't know that I've ever gone into your bakery and there hasn't been two or three people who are in there having a conversation. You know, so few people go in and leave. They go in right. and they stay and they chat and they talk and they browse and right. you and you never know who you're going to bump into, but you can be guaranteed you're bumping into the who's who of Brantford. You have crafted such an incredible experience. And uh, you said there's no secrets. And I agree with you completely with your transparency and everything. But I learned so much, even as a customer of your shop, I learned so much today about the quality of your products and everything being made from scratch. And it just, you should be very proud. And I'm sure you are. Um, and I just wanted to, you know, say thank you for bringing such a great product to our community, because I, I can't think of anywhere else like it. It I think it's pretty um, growing up next door to my parents' business. Uh, they owned a bookstore in the Brantford Mall back when where Walmart is used to be the Brantford Mall. Um, there was a little bakery right next door called White's Bakery. And I, that's where I spent every paycheck I ever earned when I was a little girl working for my parents. And it was an experience to go in there and look up at the glass and pick out what treat I wanted. And if you were a kid that went in there with your parents, they would give you a sprinkle cookie. And, um, you know, those are, those are memories. And uh, that's, that is what I wanted. I didn't want people to just come in and grab something and go. I want to be a part of creating memories from the moment they walk in the the store and it's it's a great customer experience to blowing out the candles or cutting the cake or serving the cookies. Um, yeah, it, an experience is what I, I want it to be. And I think that's what myself and my team have created. I have the most incredible people that work for me, uh, or I should say with me, it's, it's, we're a team. And I have had the most incredible people that have worked with me over the years. You know, people come and go because that's just the nature of the business. But uh, I couldn't have got where I am without every single one of them. So it's an experience. I think that's a perfect segue then into the theme of this week's episode. So on every episode, I try to pick a theme that I think will resonate with my guest and something that they could speak on and kind of share some of the, you know, maybe their own tips and tricks or their own advice or experience. And, and anybody who's watching or listening to the episode might be able to use that and put it into use in their life. So for your episode for Stacy from Sweet Bakery, I thought about baking, of course, and I thought every time I've ever tried to bake, it's been significantly harder than I ever could have imagined it was. It's like, oh, I'm going to make a pie today. No, you're not. No, you're not. It's not that easy. Um, it's so, I don't have a lot of patience. Anybody who knows me will know that that's true. And I think that baking takes a tremendous amount of patience, uh, really high attention to detail. And it seems like there's a lot of little things that you have to learn from experience. Um, and you know, anybody yeah, can make a pie, but to make a pie or to make a pecan square like you guys do, I think that it's so important, those finishing touches, those little yes. things that you do before it goes into the oven or those little things you do before it ever gets served to the customer. So for your episode, you maybe guessed that the theme was going to be finishing touches, how important that they are, and maybe just some ways that, you know, you could share with us how, you know, those little finishing touches. All right. Well, to me, finishing touches is attention to detail. And I think that's 
what's always going to be important to me, whether the detail is the ingredients that goes into it or the packaging, the presentation, the customer service. And it's all part of my, my branding. And branding isn't just a facade that I want people to see. It's the feeling I want them to have. So, um, you know, that finishing touch is making sure that you're hiring the, you know, the, the best team to prepare the food so that they are the best quality and it's consistent every time and having, you know, pretty little packaging so that people feel again, like it's an experience when um, they take it home and they unpack it. You know, you watch those movies on TV and they have, you know, in New York and they've got the pink boxes tied with the little string and, you know, it just makes you want a black and white cookie, you know, in New York City when you see it in that little box with the ribbon. And that's what I want um, people to feel when they see a sweet bakery package come in their door is they're excited because they know the excitement and the experience they're going to have biting into whatever is in that package. So um, it attention to detail is it's important to you know especially in my industry because we're we're making everything it all it comes back at us at the end if it the customer hasn't had a good experience it's because we've we've failed to pay attention to that detail and you know so we have to be very very consistent so we didn't go into it uh when we were talking about the bakery so maybe we can go into it now where do your recipes come from? Where do your finishing touches or your signature things? Are you coming up with all of this on your own or is there some sort of like a bakery guild or? I think it's safe to say that all creative people draw inspiration from each other. You know, I mean, I've certainly had lots of mentors in my life, whether it's been baking alongside of my grandmother recipes that were my mom's, Martha Stewart, Ina Garten, you know, it, we all take inspiration from the people that inspire us. And, you know, some of the recipes were passed down to me, some, um, you know, I have made myself, some you take a recipe, over the years that you've liked of somebody else's, but you adapt it to, you know, for mass production or um, to change a flavor profile. They certainly come from all over the, <laughs> all over the place. I don't think it's safe to say they come from one uh, area. And then of course, when I'm creating menus for each season, you know, you take into account what's on trend, what flavors work with each season. You know, you're not going to have, um, you know, Christmassy flavors in June, you know, so it's just a matter of what's going to work, what's going to appeal to your customer. It's, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of sleepless nights, but it's fun sleepless nights because I just love, love, love that creative process and what can I entice my customers with next and get them excited, you know? So yeah, a lot of fun. I don't want you to have to uh, divulge all of your industry uh, secrets or anything, or, you know, uh, ruin the mystery of the sweet bakery. But I do want to, you know, go off script and ask you if you could give an example in, you know, some of your products of 
things that you do that add that special signature or finishing touch, um, you know, maybe, you know, with the pecan squares, like there's gotta be something, there's a reason they're so popular. Uh, what is, what are you doing? What is that secret? Butter, <laughs> it's butter. Butter is the answer to every question ever. <laughs> it's butter. So that's what makes our baked goods taste so good. And there's just no compromising when it comes to that. It, nothing will ever taste as good when it's not made with butter. That's my secret. I love it. I love it. Okay, I'll let you off the hook. Every week on the show, I ask my guests to give a shout out to a local community organization or an initiative or a nonprofit or something that they're a part of or that they care about that they wanted to take an opportunity to kind of shine some light on. And I was wondering who you'd like to shout out. Oh, well, everyone knows I love to be involved in the community. I, I don't think there's an organization if they ask me for something, I don't try to give something, whether it's a gift certificate or a sponsorship. Um, there are so many amazing, great causes in this community. My husband's a Rotarian. That's really important to me. But I think especially right now with COVID, um, I am going to give a big shout out to the food bank. I think more than ever, um, food is a necessity and without nourishing our minds, body and soul, you know, we just can't function. And just the, the mere thought of anybody going hungry just um, breaks, my, breaks my heart. I mean, food is the heart of my family. We sit down at the dining room table every night and we are blessed to have, you know, plates full and second helpings and dessert and- uh, Oh, I bet is, you dessert. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 if you have time, I have a, a quick little story that will kind of preface this. And you know, like most young couples, when my husband and I started out, and we had our three little kids, and you know, we did not have much money at all. I stayed at home, and um, my husband was a, a car salesman, and we did not have much money. And I can remember my mom saying to me at that time, and she said, "You know, if you could have anything, what?" what would you want, you know? And I think most people would have said a million dollars, right? And I said to my mom, if I could do anything, I would love to go grocery shopping and not have to take my calculator, not just have to take cash money that I had to, was even before people had debit cards. And I would just love to be able to just grocery shop and not stress about it not have to budget and that must have been like in the summertime you know back probably about 1995 I think it was and that Christmas my mother and I'm probably going to incriminate her right now borrowed a grocery cart from a local grocery store and for Christmas snuck into my house a grocery cart wrapped up like a gift basket with every kind of frivolous kind of food that she could stuff into that grocery cart 
wrapped it up. And uh, at the time when you went to the grocery store, you would buy a National Enquirer. So there was a National Enquirer and um, those Kurz suckers. Remember everybody would get those Kurz suckers. There's like five of them and um, stuck that on it. And honestly, that was probably the best gift I've ever been given. And it was just because for that period of time where that gift basket was still plentiful, I didn't have to think about food for my family um, because it was a struggle at that point. And, you know, I, I just couldn't imagine um, struggling for food. So if people have something to give right now, the, the food bank is a great start because hunger is all year round. It's not just at Christmas with Christmas baskets. It's not just at Easter. It's all year round. It does not take a vacation. So I couldn't agree with you more about the food bank. When I first started uh, this series in 2020, one of my first guests was Heather from the food wow. bank. And <clears throat> almost everybody, at least almost everyone that I know has had an experience, a time in their life when they have needed the food bank. And uh, it's such an invaluable resource to this community. If if it's possible, yeah, I mean, donate anything, whether it's food or cash or time, you know, not everybody does have money, but, yeah. you know, maybe you could volunteer on a weekend to help and sort, or, you know, maybe you could encourage somebody else to volunteer or make a donation or support. So thank you yeah. for shouting out the food bank. It's an incredible cause in our community and absolutely. Thank you, Stacy. So we've reached the end of our episode. And at the end of every episode, I ask my guests that, you know, clearly if they've made it this far in the episode, they've fallen in love with Stacy and Sweet Bakery, and they've got to stop in as soon as possible to get themselves a, a fresh pecan square or maybe a cake or a sugar cookie or something. So if they wanted to do that. One, where are you located? Because we didn't talk about that. Two, how can they find you on social media? Uh, where do they go to, you know, be a part of the Sweet Bakery story? Perfect. Well, you just follow your nose to the uh, Fairview Photo Lab Plaza on Fairview Drive, 403 Fairview Drive. Uh, Strode's Barbecue and Deli is in there. So you're going to kind of go past those barbecues. You've got your little salty fix and then you're going to open the doors to Sweet Bakery. We're right uh, tucked in there. And uh, if you want to follow us on social media to see where um, you know, what our menu is like, what we're offering. We do a lot of great uh, live videos and uh, some fun social media. So you can find us on Facebook at Sweet Bakery Brant. You can find us on Instagram at Sweet Bakery Brant as well. And if you actually want to follow along with my crazy life and uh, you want to follow my lifestyle page um, that also covers my TV show, you can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Sweet Occasions the TV show. So uh, you can follow along with what I'm cooking for dinner, what my cats are doing, <laughs> what socks my husband is wearing. <laughs> so you can, you can find, a, find me all over the place. Stacy. Yes. I just, uh, we didn't touch on it at the beginning of the episode and, you know, we're at the end now, so I won't go back, but That's for as long good. as I can remember, you have been this incredible influence in my life 
And you have had such an incredible impact on this community with the work that you do, with the events that you support. Like you said before, you were working for the paper and now you're on TV. And I just want to thank you, one, for coming on my show and sharing your story with everybody who is watching or listening. But, you know, just to say thank you so much for everything that you do for our community, because it is people like you who you know, inspire others. And you inspired me. You always did. That's why I wanted you on the show. You have an incredible baker. You've got an amazing staff. And sincerely, thank you so much for coming on the show. Well, I knew from the moment I met you wearing that great costume in the Santa Claus parade <laughs> that we were going to be friends, Josh. So, And we will continue to be friends, Stacey. Thank you so much for coming on the show. We have a great group of guests lined up for future episodes. You've been watching Off the Wall. I'm your host, Joshua Wall, and we'll see you next week.